Greetings and welcome, fellow planeswalkers and other muggles and various assorted monstrosities. You've come to the MTG Profits Podcast. We're happy to have you here. This is episode 44. We are getting high up in the numbers. As always, this is a, a podcast dealing with Magic the Gathering, specifically with the financial aspect of Magic the Gathering. We're going to look at the talk about some news. We're going to look at uh, the different sets and do some reviews and product reviews. And also, and of course, we're going to look at some of our picks for both buying and selling cards and any other financial information that you should be aware of as well. And I'm Andy, and is with me, as always, is my co-host here, Devin. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. And welcome back, Devin. I know you were, you were uh, I think uh, last week was the solo week, so we're happy to have you back. No, I think it was uh, two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? Week. Yeah. yeah. Was it? it was so harsh and brutal that you remember it like it was yesterday. I, I guess so. It just, <laughs> last week seems, maybe we, we time walked over last week or something. I can't, exactly. I can't remember exactly at all. It all just kind of uh, fades together. Runs together. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting up there now, though. 44 episodes in. We're... Um, Going on a year soon. We're here. coming up to the big year. I'm, I'm, we're gonna, we'll try to have a, a spicy treat for you guys for uh, when we get to the year episode. Yeah, fifty. So. Either we'll way, I think come with something special, maybe for oh. the the year, the turn of the year. I think uh, maybe it might not be a bad idea for us to run a little contest of some sort as well. Uh, maybe a random drawing and. Uh, Got a lot of goodies and a lot of some, somewhat, uh, I guess, special and unique magic items that uh, might be wanting to uh, spread to the other Magic the Gathering lovers. So uh, if you have any interest in joining any contests, please feel free to email us at uh, mtgprofits at gmail.com. And you don't have to say anything. Just say uh, contest in the tagline if you like. Uh, also, feel free to drop us any comments or anything of the sort uh, in that same uh, location. We'd uh, like to take any, uh, I guess, uh, any questions and or concerns related to the podcast. And if you have anything you want to add, please feel free. Any feedback? Uh, we'd love to hear it. You can tell us why you think Giant Spider is the best card in Magic uh, to date. So uh, <laughs> we would like to know those reasons you have. Um, and always check out the website too, mtgprofits.com. That's all one word. Uh, all we, all the news is posted up there, and and everything we talk about, so you can have that as reference too. Absolutely. So I think, uh, well, you know, this is this is a big week. It's Fourth of July week, uh, holiday week here. Um, yeah, yeah. Days off. Yeah, I'm gonna be having some chill time. I hope you are as well. I'll be a little bit in there. I uh, I think. Uh, let's see. Reminds me, I'm looking at some explosive cards. We got uh, expansion, explosion, erratic explosion, and Icor explosion. Oh, for the Fourth of July. Yes. So those are your cards you should be playing with this. <laughs> oh, explosion deals X damage to any target. Target player draws X cards. Eh, that's a little pricey. <laughs> for two blues, two red, and X. <laughs> but. Well, it's all about the flavor. Yes, it is. Flavor this week, so hopefully you'll have a good week, everybody, uh, eating your hot dogs and hamburgers as you savor freedom and its its yummy taste. <laughs> exactly. Taste, <laughs> taste the delicious freedom. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet and fatty. <laughs> it's very <and> juicy. 
Other people wish they had the freedoms you have. <laughs> Absolutely. So be thankful for. for Not everybody can uh, listen to this awesome podcast. So uh, <laughs> exactly, you are special. <laughs> for, poor for uh, people in China have to use their VPNs to access it. So uh, yes. they have to jump the Great Firewall just to listen to this uh, <laughs> fantastic content. Yes, they are dying. All of our our many listeners there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, but speaking of flavor, I guess um, a little bit of news here. So uh, MTG Arena, we're always checking that out and, and keeping up on the developments here. So there is a new update to MTG Arena. It's actually happening today, July, uh, July 2nd. Uh, so the game will be updated. You'll probably maybe even doing the update as we speak here. So a couple new changes. Uh, so obviously, uh, Core 2020 is coming, so that's going to be taking effect into Arena as well. Um, so let's see, yeah, release date is a second. Uh, it's going to be releasing on uh, Arena Core Core Set 2020 today, and then there'll be sealed events, and then coming up uh, traditional draft and ranked draft as well. Uh, once uh, starting with the Core Set 2020. Uh, it's going to be, they're going to do something a little different here. It's going to be available as a ranked draft, as a ranked draft option until the next set. So you will always have a, a, a core set 2020 ranked draft option to play. Okay. Now, is that the best of two of three? Is that that? I can't remember. Uh, the ranked one, no. I think the ranked one. Oh, okay. One. That's just it's the regular the, um, one. Yeah, the other one, uh, like the sealed one, you have to do two of three, I believe. And... Um, yeah, this one should is just the fast one. Oh, good. That that's the one I prefer personally. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the one where you you're, you're sitting there playing best two of three. And I understand it's more you know true to true to the true to form and how it's supposed to be done on the tabletop version. But um, I find that I don't have the patience for it online. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I really just don't have the time or patience. I want to go through it quick. And yeah, I agree. Three matches, you know, but it's just too much. Yeah, because invariably you'll win one, your opponent will win one, one of them is going to go to time, and then yep. you have to have the third game, and you're like, oh my goodness, and absolutely, you'd be, be at it for so long. So, yeah, so I, I, I think really keep it fast. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the beauty of the online. You just throw stuff together, you play it, it's fun, and it's over. So, another uh, new thing for Arena is the mastery system. They had this back. I guess they they started something along these lines back in February where they had these, you know, uh, tutorial and onboarding for new players, and you could unlock decks and whatever. Um, And so they expanded upon that. So they have now the set mastery system to help you explore the latest card release and get rewards. Uh, So this gives you a whole little tree, I guess, of of, uh, skills, I guess, or things you can master, and a reward track to go along with it which apparently is going to replace the weekly win rewards. Uh, oh, really? So okay. Yeah. So we're going to have to do this this mastery tree mm. now. I don't know if I care for that as much. Personally. Well, yeah, you're probably not not going to like the next part then either. Uh-oh. It's <laughs> uh, better? <laughs> well, using, so the, the mastery track is going to start, uh, so there'll be an M20 set mastery, and you can re- earn rewards. Uh, but you can also, of course, purchase uh, your way into the masteries as well by purchasing a mastery pass. 
Oh boy! Expands the number of types of items you can receive by pl- uh, you can receive by playing. So you can get booster packs, gold gems, card rewards, sleeves, and of course, because you know if you need a little more swag, I guess, or a little something else, you get a little elemental cat companion, which is oh, like a, a permanent little familiar who's going to sit on your uh, playing board and like do the animations and whatever. Oh boy! <laughs> it coughs up little fireballs and, and and whatnot. So you probably really need that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Because you want to you want to spend your money on that, or you want to spend what's going to be thirty four hundred gems to p- purchase this pass. Oh my! That's quite a few uh, gems. Oh yes. A gem is uh, effectively a penny. Is that about right? That's about it, yeah. So, so talking about uh, 34 bucks? Yeah, that's a change here for a little uh, fireball cat. The fi- yeah, fire kitty. <laughs> the fire kitty uh, is going to cost you. Maybe he needs to cough up a furball on uh, Wizard's doorstep. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one good thing, the London Mulligan is going to take effect. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a, a welcome change. I, I really think that's... I think it's better. Uh, really frustrating, the mulligan situation is really one of the more frustrating uh, parts of this game. That and Mana Screw, it's, it's, it's up there. Mulliganing yeah. is so harsh because of Mana Screw. So it's like, you know, Mana Screw is the true problem, but uh, the, the mulligan situation is frustrating as well because of it, I think. Absolutely. That should definitely improve that. Yeah, I think um... What else? We talked about this a little bit last time, I guess, about uh, how is it going to work on Arena with the rotations and that. So, long story short, there's still you'll always be able, you won't going to lose any cards or anything like that. There'll be a new format called Historic, which will let you do different challenges and things like that. So, okay. So it's going to be like modern for Arena, basically. Basically, yeah. In absolutely. all likelihood, yeah. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Makes sense. But that's the, the gist of it. Um, you know, I still I, I hate to harp on the, the same topic, but once again, I, I feel none of this is really improving the the, fun, the game fundamentally. No, I agree with you 100%. None of it even addresses the basic issues at play, like the lack of interaction with your opponent, the lack of a, a friend list or a buddy list. Uh, basic, basic, basic things that need to happen. I, I especially am frustrated by the lack of um, interaction. Um, more, oh, so, yeah. and more so as the game goes. Like, it didn't bother me as much at first, but it's starting to bother me more and more now when I can't type or anything to my opponent, you know? You can't even say stuff like, you know, sorry, or, you know, it's like, like if you accidentally were taking too long or something, you might be like, oh, sorry, or my bad. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the only, the closest option you have is oops. And you know, yep. that doesn't really get the that, that really doesn't get the point across. It's like then all your opponents thinking, what is this guy a halfwit? Give me a break. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very limited. Like I, I'll say one guy, and he, he whenever he would do like a killer move or play a killer card, he would do nice. He would do it on himself, so he'd be like nice, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's funny. The self the self uh, promotion. Yeah, <laughs> he plays some big creature. Nice, he, he's like. Counter my spell, nice. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that now. That's awesome. 
So like yeah, super, super douche move, but it's super <laughs> like, kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I mean, you know, I kind of understand because, like, you know, like you said, the the options are limited. So <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Wow. Yeah. So check out those uh, arena updates happening today. I guess the other big news, and this happened just recently as well is that Popper is now an officially recognized format here by Wizards, uh, meaning it's going to get a it's going to get a facelift and it's going to get official list. tournament support. Okay. So, yeah. About so time. It, yeah. About time. They, they, they needed to do that. Yep. So they'll be able to have, uh, you'll be able to have uh, Popper, Popper format events at your stores. Um, Gather is going to support Popper. Um they're going to have, uh, you know, obviously, I guess on uh, Magic Online, there will be some impact on that as well. Uh, the cards are going to be some slight changes to that, uh, the list, uh, because now it's going to be, if the card is listed as a common on gather from any set, it is legal and proper. And so it's going to add cards to the format that were not previously legal on Magic Online. So that will have some additional cards that will be popping up there, I guess. Okay, I will say that that is how it's always been done in the physical card version. Mm -hmm. If a card had been ever printed in common, it was always available, even if it was uncommon in a different set. Yeah, they said the definition of popper legality is expanding to include any card with a common printing in any paper or digital set. Yeah. Yeah. So... Cool. Uh, but they've also already banned some things, so Hintatorak, Simple, and High Tide have been banned. Yeah, yeah, the high tide is especially a problem. Although the hymn is super annoying, but the high tide is, is pretty broken. Popper tends to be a blue, blue-centric format. Blue tends to do a little bit better. That's, yeah, that's what I've read. That's, uh... yeah, the little Delver decks and stuff, or that little, you know, you get to flip him real fast, and you got the little 3-2 flying insect all over your face. Yep. So, plus all the counter spells and all the searching and everything. Else. Yeah, it's pretty pretty powerful. Yeah. So that that should have an impact. I'm thinking, I don't know, you know, financially wise speaking, which is a word, uh, that um, you know, this might might kind of open up, I guess, some doors that you know maybe now uh, some of those commons will, I don't know, maybe yeah, they may, get some uh, more attention. Uh, I guess. Yeah, they may increase over time. I know. Um, I know. Years ago, I. Uh, I speculated on a card that was primarily a popper card and uh, because it's just, it's so good and it's so good at what it does. And, um, is it that uh, angler? It is. Ah, I knew it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Things awesome. It's like the Gurmag angler is, uh, and, um, he's up to about 30 cents though, but for a common, he's really good. He's a five, five. So he dodges a lot of the removal five, five delves. So, so uh, yeah, pretty good. He actually was uh, creeping up until his uh, until his uh, reprinting in Ultimate Masters, which hurt his cost again. So, uh, poor zombie fish. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he does what he needs to do. Yeah. Hmm. But, so uh, uh, yeah, so uh, look for the popper stuff now, and um, I guess I think we we talked we we uh, we kind of previewed last week that we were going to talk about uh, Core 2020 since. The release, good grief, is already on us. Uh, the pre-release happens by new wizard rules. It will be happening Friday at 3 p.m. Wow. Uh, the 5th. 
So wow, get there bright and early and uh, start uh, playing. Boy, can't wait. Boy, just get out of work and, and rush to the store. <laughs> boy, that the pace of release is just frantic. It's just off the chain. Wizards is loose. It is. I mean, good grief, man. Already. Yeah, it's just like very, very, very rapid pace. So Wizards uh, well, has a card diarrhea. They. T- like <laughs> 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 well, should co- coin this term, Wizards, and their card diarrhea. I constantly <laughs> spewing forth cards <laughs> at a very frantic pace, unstoppable, and no no cure in sight. <laughs> it seems that way. It is just like wet and juicy all over. Like all here. over the place, making a mess with all these cards that are useless. <laughs> exactly. All the draft chaff everywhere, sliding all over it. Over Overload, like, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I guess to, to to jump into it, so Core 2020 is releasing um, this Friday. Uh, we took a look, of course, over the spoilers. It's all fully spoiled, so go ahead and, and cheat yourself and look at the whole list here and all the cards. Um, we, we've looked over the list, and I think we have a couple of thoughts on, this will be our predictions for what cards we think are going to increase in value here. Yeah, I think this is going to be a feast or famine situation where some cards are going to do awesome and a lot of cards are going to do terrible. So mm-hmm. that that's my impression of the set. It's not overly impressive, but some of the in particular some of the individual cards seem pretty good. So the land cycle's particularly weak as well. That's sort of unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, I've seen mixed comments. I mean, some people seem to really like the Scrylands, but you know, I think there's some nostalgia. I think there was a reasonable amount of people that came into the game at that time, and the Scrylands hold a place in their heart for that reason. You know. Yeah. So I think uh, there was a lot of uh, influx of new players around the time of Return to Ravnica, and I believe the Scrylands were the Theros block, which, yep. if I remember, came out right after the Return to Ravnica, I think. So we had a huge yeah. uh, influx of players, followed by... Uh, an immediate release of those uh, Skylands. So I, I think there are uh, a lot of people that hold them uh, near and dear. Yeah. Um, I find them kind of weak. They don't come into play untapped, which is a huge no-no, but um, I, I can see the appeal. So. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so yeah. do you want to start it off, start sure, it off sure. here? Sure, sure. I, I, uh, I do have a couple of picks that uh, really just seem... Uh, quite juicy you know it'll be curious to see if we have any overlap we still to this day i don't think have had overlap we have not i think yeah not really i i do have a a fairly big list here so uh chances are good so we'll we'll see i've got uh i've got three good picks and a a bonus pick that's more of a casual so um so my uh let's see let me see if i can pick an order of uh confidence so uh my my highest uh confidence pick is uh, a card that uh, is not maybe overly powerful at this point, but um, is certainly useful and is one of those cards that, uh, as as time develops, gains in power depending on what what becomes available, and uh, and its abilities right now are also pretty good. It's a, it's a rare card. It's red. It's a it's a three mana planeswalker. It's uh, the one of the Chandras. And, oh, uh, okay. It's uh, the, one of the little girl Chandras, the, the Acolyte of Flame. Okay. She is a three-mana, four-loyalty planeswalker that has two zero abilities. And this, the first zero ability is actually the one I'm a little bit more fond of. All three of her abilities are actually very good in the right deck. 
So the first ability is very good for other planeswalkers. It says mm. put a put a loyalty counter on each red planeswalker you control. Pretty good. Including herself. So, you know, that's how she ticks herself up. But, uh, boy, spreading the love is very good. Getting yeah. extra loyalty counters is a huge bonus. And um, it, it really can help ramp your stuff up. So uh, that ability is great. Uh, her second ability is not a bad one. Create two one one hasty elementals that die at the end step. But uh, we've seen several times when throwing creatures out till end of turn can be broken, and uh, mm -hmm. especially when there's sacrifice outlets present, things of that nature. So um, that's also a zero ability. And her third ability is like a mini snapcaster ability that you don't have to pay mana for. It's uh, it's a minus ability, minus two. You may tar you may cast target instant or sorcery card with a converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard. And that card is removed from game at, at the end of turn. Uh, it's exiled. So very good. You know, all three of her abilities are good on their own. She's only three mana. Uh, she's good. Uh, I'm pretty highly confident that she will uh, eventually be worth something. Mm. I don't ever see her dropping too, too low. So, and I don't know, again, it's a little bit too early to, uh, to, to really be speculating on the prices. These are cards yeah. that, again, just to reiterate to our listeners, these are cards that I would love to own and uh, I'm going to sort of pay attention to in the set. Um, so if I could get this for anywhere close to like, oof, anywhere close to four bucks, I think I would uh, start, I'd start backing up the truck on these. So hmm. I think this okay. is a good one. I think this is a good one. I think this is the real Chandra. deal. Yeah, she's going for about, well, the estimated price at this point, about six bucks. Okay. So not too far off there. Good. Yeah. Good. Very good. That's my first pick. My first Probably pick my highest Chandra. confidence pick. Yeah. Accolade of Flame. All right. Uh, let's see. You know, I like, like we said before, I, overall, I didn't think there was that much that was overwhelming. Um, there's some good stuff in here. I, I still always try to look at this. I, I try to pick things that are still... Very low to to kind of medium cost levels. I, I don't yeah. pick a thing that I know is you know twenty dollar card and it's going to be unbelievable. Try to look for those deals, those value cards that I know it's going to go up, or you know maybe a lot, maybe a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah value proposition right. always good. Absolutely, and there's been a, you know a lot more legendary creatures. We've seen angels as a, a type that's come out here. One that's on my list is uh, Safara Sky's Blade. Very kind of costly. She's four colorless, three white, uh, legendary creature angel. You may pay one white mana and tap four untapped creatures you control with flying rather than pay your cost. So a little alternate cost. Flying lifelink, which is great. She's a seven seven, so she's sizable herself. But I, I really like the last line on her of her card. Other creatures you control uh, with flying have indestructible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah kind of, kind of a fun. Uh, this is a fun casual card, I think too. You know. Yeah, like in an angel deck or something, you know. It's like exactly a flying deck. You know, we've seen um, what was it? It's uh, there's favorable winds and all of those cards with, with get bonuses to flyers. Um, you know, you could do something with that. Uh, angels. Uh, it just it just reminds me a little bit of um, Avacyn and the original one. How what was it? Her and all your permanents are indestructible. Oh gosh, good grief! Uh, that was. <laughs> Too powerful. Too but, awesome. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I think this good. one has potential. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I wish it was a little cheaper to cast, and I wish she gave herself indestructible as well. That would have been that would have put it over the top for me. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. That would have been have been great. But she's currently only about estimated cost here about uh, two fifty, so fairly reasonable okay. cost for something that's pretty powerful. Yeah, pretty fun card. Put some of those lingering souls out. You get one other critter. Boom! She's out at like yeah, you know, turn four maybe even. So yeah, pretty good. My first pick. Pretty good. Pretty good. My uh, my second pick is. Um, See how am I going to organize this? It's hard for me to tell which one of these is going to be better. Um, hmm, I think this is a toughie, but I'm actually going to go with it's another planeswalker. And, oh uh, wow! Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't always go for the planeswalkers, but in this case, this is another really good one. I I felt, and uh, it's it's your boy. It's uh, Soren, the Imperious oh, Blood Lord. The, yeah. the castrated Blood Lord. The ca- yeah, the the poor guy. He has lost all the blood through his. Uh, his uh, uh, unicization, <laughs> but uh, I like his, I like again his low casting cost of one black and two colorless. So he's only three. He's a four loyalty planeswalker, and he's got two plus abilities. His first one is target creature you control gains death touch and lifelink, and if it's a vampire, plus one plus one counter. So pretty good. Pretty good by itself for the plus one. The other plus one is you may sacrifice a vampire. When you do, Soren does three damage to any target, and you gain three life. And that's a plus ability as well. Yeah. And his minus three is you may put a vampire creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. Pretty good in certain instances. There are yeah. some very high casting cost vampires that have very potent abilities that are costing like seven and eight. And um, so you can you can do him you can do his ultimate right away without having to tick him up. So um, you could have a big vampire in your hand, like a seven casting cost vampire. Drop Soren for three. Pop Soren's ultimate ability. Drop your monster vampire, and Soren lives. Yeah, so doesn't even have to sacrifice himself to pop his ultimate ability. Very kind of unusual to for a, a, a planeswalker to be able to drop and do its ultimate. And survive it on, t- on the turn that it comes into play. I, I think this is the real deal. I think this is powerful. Um, again, I, I don't know about the prices, and I don't know how to really check that. I guess uh, a TCG player may. But... Yeah, I mean, his estimated cost right now is about 15 Yeah, that's a little pricey. I, I, I think it's tough, and I, I think that may sink, especially during standard rotation, because I can't think of any monster vampires in the current standard that you may want to get into play. Yeah. But uh, So I think that may dip a little bit, but uh, at, at, eight, at eight or nine, I'm a buyer of this card. So I, I like it a lot. I'd love to have it in my collection. I, I can't see myself buying a playset for 15, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, but I do like it a lot. I think it's very potent. I, I think it's got a lot of things going for it. So, as we said, I can't stand the art, but I agree. <laughs> He's still awesome, but yeah, the art is so so bad. But I guess maybe that's why it's such a low casting cost. Like, <laughs> God, this is so terrible. You know, I'm surprised they didn't give this art to some other like spell. You know, like yeah. I don't know, like and make Soren look cooler. He's usually looking better than this. I tell you, the statue behind him looks more more uh, badass than he does. So. Pretty pretty brutal art on this one. Uh, unfortunate. Uh, my second pick here is uh, a member of a of a, a tribe. We we see pop up every now and then, but not too often. But definitely in these core sets, it seems. Uh, uh, close, but um, 
Uh, it is uh, Gargos, the Vicious Watcher. He's a Hydra. Uh, oh, and I think he's the, only the second legendary Hydra? This one's almost second or third. I loved the look of this one. Yep. Yeah, three colorless, three green. Legendary creature Hydra, Vigilance. Pretty good. Hydra spells you cast cost four less to cast. Mm. That's the good stuff right there. I, yeah, I like anything that has a reducer in some way, I, yeah. I pay attention to. Plus, a lot of Hydras have X in the casting cost. So imagine if you have a, a Hydra that's like a, a one green and X to make yeah. it X heads, right? So, mm -hmm. so if you had, say, four mana, say, and you were normally going to make that into a 3-3, three, three, all of a sudden, that boy's a 7-7 seven, seven with four mana. Yeah. So, very good. He yeah. is big. And then he also has another ability. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, he fights up to one target creature you don't control. Yeah. So you try to yeah. something tries to zap your guys, he's going to do a little fight. Yeah, I like this one. I like this one. It's a and, fun uh, Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget, he's got a big body, too. 8-7. He's vigilant, too. Yeah. Yeah. Too and he's, trample. It'd be too good with Trample. Oh, uh, Trample would be amazing. It'd be over the top, then. Uh, and, and he's a steal. Right now, estimated cost about a dollar. Whoa, so, pretty good. Yeah. Nice. I think he could definitely hit two dollars. I think. Oh yeah, I think he's he's a fun one. I think he's got casual written all over him. Casual, yeah. maybe, maybe EDH. The three cast three three green manas in his cost makes that a little tough for the EDH. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know. Sometimes you see these mono green uh, EDHs and things. So you know, of all the colors, green is the one most likely to be all one color. So. Absolutely. Pretty interesting. Fun. I like that. So what's your next? Uh... So my uh, my last pick uh, for, I guess, uh, uh, other than, uh, <laughs> exactly, is uh, is actually a card where uh, we're starting to see some of the hate come back. I think you and I talked last week oh, about okay. how we're starting to see some, some hate, some color hate. And okay. uh, it's something that uh, we haven't seen for a while. And uh, this card is a great card. It is a very... Uh, very good body for its cost. It's a it's a green card. It's four mana, five four. It's a shifting ceratops, and uh, he's a little triceratops. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's really good. He can't be countered, so that's juicy right off the bat. He has protection from blue, which is also nice. But what I really like about him is you can pay one green mana to give him your choice of either reach, trample, or haste until end of turn. And um, you can give him more than one of the above. You know, if you're like, oh, I want to give him trample and haste, I'll just pay two yep. green. You know, mm -hmm. five four can't be countered with nice abilities. You can't beat that for four mana. This mm -hmm. card, even though it's only a rare, I see it going up to probably. I could see this going to five dollars. Yeah, I really I think could. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good one. I think it just if it finds a home in some kind of green red green red. Some kind of gruel style mm -hmm. uh, meta, it, boy, he would be he would be a great finisher. So, uh, boy, I like this one. I think this would go up in standard. You don't even have to wait. I don't think. So. I yeah, think I totally agree. Fun. And you know that's a first because he actually was my next pick. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was on my next ding, one. Ding, list. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, the first overlapping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is awesome. I mean. Really good. He is, uh, he is uh. really good. And I, I think one thing I've read too that people were saying, well, he's like he's a def the, the the Teferi killer because he'll come out, he'll oh, Teferi right away. Teferi yeah. is a pain in the rear. 
to beyond belief. I actually think they may ban Teferi. I think a ban may come for him. So we'll see. I may be wrong about that, but he is very seemingly OP, and he shows up in every... He shows up all the time! Teferi is really powerful. We'll see. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets a ban, but maybe they'll see how it, maybe they'll see how the meta shakes out, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, boy, this guy is good. I I could see him getting five bucks easy, you know. I think uh, that's fair. Yeah. But, uh, uh, let's see. Well, I'll give a bonus tech then, since that's uh, we, we yeah. tied for for our thirds. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Uh, this one I think is pretty good. I've seen some discussion on this already, and uh, I think it's got potential. Uh, two white mana uh, is for brought back. Uh, it's an instant. It's a white card. Choose up to two targeted permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Return them to the battlefield tapped. Oh, I see. Oh, so I see. any sort of you know math uh, destruction, any sort of board wipe, uh, you know whether you planned it or your opponent did, uh, bring two things back right away for two. Right. Uh, so I think it's it's got some potential right there. Yeah, it's a neat that's a neat one. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh it's going for estimated cost now about four twenty five or so. So okay, seems uh, seems pretty good. I wish it was in any graveyard comes into play under your control. Ooh, that would have that, been that really be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have just been super juicy. As it is, this is pretty good. It does give you some board wipe protection and. Allows you to wipe the board even potentially as well. It's Absolutely. in the board wiping color, so you know yeah. you could do your own board wipe, knowing that you're going to drop your two creatures back in. You know, uh-huh. and uh, I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, you do the uh, plain art cleansing, which is also in this set. Destroy yeah. all non-land permanents. Boom, brought back. <laughs> exactly. Very good. Very good. Excellent. I, I know I have more on my list, but we'll save those for another episode yeah, here. Like but our, I think those are. Probably good the pick. top ones, yeah. Excellent. Very good, very good. Well, I think that may uh, be about it for this week. Uh, we kept it short and sweet for you guys. Again, yeah. uh, feel free to shoot us any. Uh, just want to plug our email once again uh, at uh, mtgprofits, all one word, at gmail.com. And uh, feel free to um, feel free to add any any. Uh, comments, criticism, or otherwise. Also, if you want to, uh, if you want to. Uh, Log in and uh, submit yourself for the contest that we'll probably have for our year, uh, our year celebration. Uh, go ahead and do that, and um, details to follow. So we'll talk yeah. a little bit more about that in the future. Well, yeah, definitely. We'll definitely do something cool here. Very good. All right, guys. As Andy and I always like to say, may all your picks be profitable. Have a great week. Have a great week. Have fun at the pre-release. Excellent. Bye, guys. Bye.